0: Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff.
1: Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are here live at the Zoomerplex and we are taking your phone calls to do anything to do about stuff. This show is all about stuff. Antique stuff. Antiques. Well, no, any stuff. Okay. It's, it, this is about your stuff, our stuff, anyone's stuff. And we like to put a value on it. or We like to give you a little bit of a better idea of what it's worth. This can be, there's literally no limitations. You said antique stuff. I don't think so. There's something no. that can be sold yesterday that still has value. We, yes. uh, we like to specialize in gold and silver but beyond that we can still give you appraisal on basically anything uh you like, like sports cards you like you like jewelry you like you like cups and saucers give you them love the cups. number the, the numbers coming okay. like you know uh, people like to tune in and and uh g- we gotta get all these items out so like because there's there's things that people are like well I didn't know they dealt with that kind of stuff until you mentioned it on the air but like we 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 do with records, we do with old toys, lamps, gold, silver, gas, oil, memorabilia, costume jewelry, royal dalton, sewing stuff, advertising, die cast cars, signs. Uh, like, I'll get to the other half of the list uh, a little bit later. But um, this is about consignment. We we do antiques, we do everything like that. If you do want to call in, we can do a live appraisal now. And the number to reach us right now. So we always give you a different number. If, you, if you've if you been listening for the past well, almost, what, two and a half years now, mm-hmm. um, we always give you different numbers. So, But if you want to call in now, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, uh, we always say get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work because we have a lot of information on the show. The The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. And the toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. I know it's a beautiful day out there. You uh, might not be sitting inside listening to the radio but if you are, or if you are out on your on your porch, or something listening to the radio, we want you to call in. We want to get, get get an appraisal about what's going on. Anything in your household or garden tools?
2: You might be outside doing gardening right now. Yeah, but you are not going to talk about what kind of a week we had. No, that's that's your job. Okay, but it was topped off. Was yesterday a special day or what?
1: Yeah, it was. was, it was
2: yes, makes you smile.
1: Yeah, it was, it we spent
2: fun. yesterday with uh, I spent with the four grandkids and Bogart's first one year old baby. And he's not, baby, he's getting old as it's going. Like, that was magic. The grandkids is, is it, or your kids. But my grandkids are magic. Everyone thinks that. But I had a, I'm still smiling. And I have about 250 pictures on my phone right now yeah, from course. yesterday. Yeah. No, and everyone made them. Two of them you can actually see. Yes, yes, yes. But the week coming up, I'm going to say this. We're going to start it off with this. Next week, next Saturday is Christie Antique Show. Okay. At the Christie Conservation Area, it's on Saturday. It's on the Saturday, um, May, May 24th, whatever day Saturday yeah, is. I'm just going to say it's Saturday. Oh. Uh, the Christie Antique Show, it starts at 8 o'clock, rain or shine. It is on in the morning. There's about a 300 dealers there. 25th. I, 25th? Just, I just
1: checked my calendar. It's 25th.
2: Yeah. Okay, good. So, so I was almost right. Uh, next week is the Christie Antique Show. Then two weeks after that is the Aberfoyle Antique Show, which has been moved from last week to June 15th, which is also a Saturday. Now, there's a theme before I'm going on here. Now, we also well, have. Really?
1: A theme? Yes. An antique Show. No, I know. <laughs>
2: now, also, the Aberfoyle Antique Market is open every Sunday. And uh, it's just uh, about a mile north of. Uh, should I say mile kilometer? It's the same distance. It's a kilometer north of. Um, Highway four oh one on highway six. And it's open every Sunday. In fact, today, I mean I don't want you to go right now unless you listen to us on the radio on your car drive out there, but it's a beautiful day to go antiquing out there. Now my other friend is Wait, south- are you
1: are you are you calling antiquing a thing? Is that a thing? People do it, yeah. No, but it's like is antiquing, like people go boating, people go walking, people go running. You're talking antiquing. It's exercise. Yeah, is it a sport?
2: Yes. It's a, it, no, it's exercise that you have to walk. You have to go from booth to booth. Oh, that's, so that's one way of getting around it. Now, my other friend is down by the dinosaurs on highway six, just south of the 401. Uh, that's at Clappison's corners. He's got 9,000 square feet under one roof of just wild stuff. And it's all owned by one owner. And that's Ron. You go in there, you say, where's Ron? I want a deal. Okay. Just say, Paul sent you. And, uh, He'll smile at you, and he won't give you a deal. No, he might. Oh, He'll probably. He, he's actually very good. He knows he's been in this business for a long time. And the other place out there in Western Ontario, which is the best place to go antiquing in Canada, I believe, especially in the next couple of weeks, is Clay's uh, Southworks Antique Mall, which is at 73 Water Street in Cambridge. So if you're out there, they're all within about 20 miles of each other. So if you can't find it between these four locations I just gave you right now, it just probably doesn't exist in you, you, Canada. You
1: know, you know the thing is, like, we always tell people, like, hey, call in, call in. Like, when you're in a situation, you want to know what the value is. Like if you're sitting there and you're at the antique show yeah. and, you, and you see a price on something, you're like, you know what? I know a couple of experts or an a- a expert about what the price could be on this. Give it, give us oh, a call. Oh, you'll get us into
2: a lot of get, trouble there. No, get,
1: well, no but <laughs> give know. us a call. Then, like, be, like you know, they can even reference us. Like, they'll be talking to the person that's selling and be like, hey, you know, Paul said this, and they'll probably know you. That's the funny thing is that yeah. the antique will be, oh, Paul, yeah, he told you different price. Oh, okay, I see how it is. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just saying the difference between these
2: places, Ron, you deal with the one owner. In, um, if you go to the um, apropos antique market, you're dealing with, Everyone's in their booth. The original owners are not the original owner. The dealer is in his booth, and he will work with you on a price. In Cambridge Antique Mall, it's owned by – they're all cooperative. So everyone has to put their best price on it if they want to sell it because they're not there while it's being sold. They have a staff there to sell it. But all three of them have different uh, virtues or attributes, and there's pros and cons to
1: everything there. You're just the salesman for all antiques in the world. No,
2: no, but in Western Ontario, we have some great... It is a great place to go antiquing, okay? And I'm just telling you, the dealers from Toronto go out there, buy the stuff, bring it back to Toronto, and put higher prices on it.
1: Yeah, but at least it's here. Yeah, not You don't have to go out and get it.
2: Yeah. Excuse me. No, on this case here, I'm just saying it's, it's a place where a lot of people shop, and you should be going out there, okay? We're in the antique business. You know, if nothing else... We answer your questions what stuff is worth here but sometimes you can go out there and see what it's worth and also I'm trying you know what I'm trying to do you know you go to a big box store and mm-hmm. you buy a bunch of bowls and you pay some kind of big price of money for it because it you buying some-
1: bowls or bowls?
2: bowls 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 okay and and you buying them because they're new and then you take them home you use it you put your pasta or salad in them you wash them and now they're used. But now you paid eighty dollars for something that you could buy at one of these markets, like I'm saying at Aberfoyle or that, for thirty dollars or twenty dollars, and it actually has some character. Two things: you're not sending money out of the country. You are now buy- you are recycling, and you're saving money just by just by buying the stuff you're going to buy anyway, and you can have a good time doing it. I'm just saying it's it's the ultimate recycling. People are always saying, oh, we got to recycle this, you got to do this. And then they go out and spend 20,000, a chunk of money on stuff. And then they've got a big box around it they have to throw in the garbage. And they have the new bowls, which are now about to be unnew
1: as soon as they use them once. Just my kind of logic. Yeah, but what if you had food on there from like five years ago?
2: You wash it off. Hey, your mother, when she buys something new, she doesn't even get to use it first. She washes it before she uses it.
1: Oh, that's smart. My
2: point is, is that you can go out and buy this stuff at these some of these antique malls, like garden tools and stuff like that.
1: Okay. Well, if you do need garden tools or if you need any information on any other things that are going on, any, any items that you may have, or if you are at the antique show or if you're just driving around and you have an item there that you want to get a value on, you can call us now. We are taking your phone calls live for the next about almost 45 minutes, 50 minutes. And if you do want to contact us, I'm going to give you the number. You ready? Yep. Are you ready? I'm, ready. Well, okay, I'm you're ready. ready. The number is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number if you're calling from out of town, it's 1-866-740-4740. And let's get to the phone lines because you should give the number
2: when the phone lines are not busy, but go Ooh, ahead. Okay.
1: So, uh, well, you know, um we're going to go to um Debbie in <laughs> Aurelia. Aurelia is a place. Oh, no, but okay.
2: How you doing up Hi, there, Debbie? Well, I'm doing Baron Bogart. He can't read. He's, just, he's not good at it thinking. Was it was spelt wrong. It was spelt wrong. Okay. How are you doing I'm up dead. there? I'm good.
3: My first item, I have a McCoy. It says McCoy USA on the bottom of a black porcelain boat, like a little, you know, knick-knack. Yep. It's black, and it's got red roses on it. It looks like like a Chinese uh, little ch- boat. Do you have any idea what that would be? Yeah,
2: probably not. It says McCoy on it. Yeah. And so, yeah, they did McCoy, and there was a lot of stuff coming out of Pennsylvania and Ohio, a lot of potters and stuff. McCoy, excuse me, <coughs> McCoy... Um, uh, Roseville, all these places—it's still very—it's coming back in, 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 into uh, vogue right now. People want to get that stuff. Um, they want to recapture the 1950s and 60s. This would be
3: my aunt, so it's probably like 50 years old. This item.
2: Yeah. No, no, that'd be about right. Maybe a little older. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, just have to excuse right. I kind of seem to have a cough today. Yeah, <clears throat> you need a, some water or something. Seem to have a cough. I know I have a cough. I actually have one. Um, the McCoy, yes, And like ceramic boat. Now, how tall is it? Like eight inches, ten inches? Um, it's pro- it's long.
3: It's probably about ten inches long.
2: Yeah. What happens here is that um, size makes a bit of a difference. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Size makes a bit of a difference. McCoy is going to be worth fifteen to thirty-five dollars. Okay. And it'll sell, it sells almost right away. Black is a good car to go with the whites that are out there. What's also making a big comeback right now is your white milk glass.
3: Okay. Remember,
2: and, uh, even the stuff that's made by Fenton has got the little cre- um, clear rim around it. And, uh, but you have, uh, white milk glass and those solid color stuff from the 1950s and 60s is starting to get designers are looking for it. So that means if they're looking for it, they're about to charge a lot of people for it. Okay. okay? And that means it's going to be, uh, someone will be copying it, and it'll be in some of these big box stores a year from now at ha- much higher prices. You know, and and people have this. But what else you got there? And
3: my second item, he, it's a figurine, and it's a, it looks like an old man. He looks like a sheep herder. Mm-hmm. He's holding a stick, and he's got like a clothing on, like it's material. And on the bottom of it, it's signed Claude, and it's C A R B O U C L. I have no idea what it is.
2: How do you spell his last name?
3: C-A-R-B-O-U-C-L.
2: C-A-R-B-O-U?
3: Yeah, C-L. It's a signature. That's what all I can make out on it.
2: Hmm, okay. I don't know this one. Now, in this, uh, is it made out of wood or is it made out of ceramic? Um,
3: I'm not sure what it's actually made out of. It looks like maybe, I know the stick is wood that he's holding, like a long stick. Okay. And his, the face and it, like the body's covered with clothing. Mm. So I don't really, it, it could be, looks like maybe porcelain or something. I'm not really sure what it is.
2: And, but it's got, it's a mixed, so it's a mixed uh, between cloth and porcelain? Yeah. Sounds it's like a. the
3: thing I've ever seen. <coughs>
2: It sounds like a tourist item out of the nineteen sixties and seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. But if it's signed on the bottom, I do not know this signature. If you send me off a picture to my plate to my uh, website, which is sales, hold on. You're not going to make it, are you? I'm not going to make it with this cough. Sales at TorontoGoldSilver.com. dot com. Okay. And I can take a look at you, and we can. I might recognize it that way.
3: All right, that's fine.
2: Yeah, sometimes it's, or I might see the signature, or it might be there'll be a letter rubbed off. Sometimes a lot of people don't want to know what signed means out there. <coughs> signed is two things. One would like to see the signature if it's an artist signed, or if it's company signed, like the company that made it and formed it, or signed by the artist. So um, I'd like to see a picture of the item plus the signature. And I tell that if people send me pictures and stuff, says I need to see the signature.
1: It'll help me a whole lot. Okay. Yeah, well, Thank you very much for the call. Thanks for the call. Well, from right, Aurelia. Yeah. I, we, it, well, let's not get into that. Um, you 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 already out of breath. You know. you, you know just I was take coughing. Some, yeah. Get, okay. get some air. Get some air. Relax a little bit. Um, we're gonna go to the next uh, caller in um, Stony Creek. We're we'll gonna Evelyn in Stony Creek.
4: Oh, hold on. Hello.
1: Hi. Welcome How to the show. Are you? Good. Welcome to the show.
4: Good. Thank you. Um, I was listening to your show last week, and there was a, you were talking about sewing machines, and there was this gentleman from, I think, north of Toronto. Okay. And you were telling ta- he was saying he had a treadle. Yep. And uh, you said it was going to be like about one hundred and twenty-five dollars.
2: Usually, if it's got the base with well, it, people are just turning them into furniture. Yes.
4: Yeah, I was wondering if there's any way I could get in touch with them because I'd be interested in it.
2: Oh, well, hopefully he's listening. He'll call or okay. he can call me at my shop. If you send a, uh, an email off to my shop and he gets me during the week. Plus, okay, well, um, I get I'm, these I all get, the I time. I
4: the car, so I'm not on my computer. That's the whole thing.
2: No, no. But later on uh, during the week, I get these all the time. Okay. okay? Um, and normally there are case of well, I'm not doing the whole household. I won't take it by itself because they okay. weigh a lot. And we have we try and we pay like fifty to seventy five dollars. We sell them for one twenty five. Then yeah. the person wants a deal down to one hundred. So all of a sudden, I've locked up twenty five dollars for all right. that work. Um, it's uh, yes, they're not rare. They are not rare. Well, she just but wants one. Some let let I know now. You know, what I know something. You ought to be going out to my friends at Aberfoyle Antique Market as well, or at Clopison's Corners. If I know t- where
4: Clapham's Corners is.
2: <coughs> well, he's just north of there, right by the I dinosaurs. Know. Actually,
4: I was up there. I was up there on Wednesday. It was up in that area, but I didn't go. I just heard that this guy from Toronto had the treadle machine yeah. and he was trying to get rid of it, and I thought maybe I'd give him a try and see. But oh, you want a um, deal? I could, you know. I could, <laughs> no, I, I don't, don't need a deal. I just he wants to get rid of it, and I <laughs> thought one hundred and twenty-five is.
2: Don't tell I him that. Yeah. <laughs> price, you know. Yeah, no, that's. But, a, yeah.
4: uh, but I know where the thing is in Number Six Highway. I was. Uh, it's not far from me. It's about twenty minutes. So. You've been in there. Um, no, I have not. You got to go in.
2: You got. He's got the big horses up front.
4: I, I'm not allowed.
1: Whoa, whoa, you know. whoa, whoa! What's this story? <laughs> what? I'd
2: like to hear this story. Why are you not allowed? I'm
4: on the radio, I'm on the radio because I'm not allowed to go in there because I would buy stuff.
2: Ah, <laughs> you're my uh, perfect type of customer. You've got... <laughs> Yeah,
4: I know, I so, like, if if it is possible, if this gentleman could get in touch with me, or you know, I can
2: email uh, me at my shop. Okay, and I'll put your number out to all the people out there who sell stuff. And okay, you know, that's I'll, great. No, just email my shop, and I can sure I can help you. Okay,
4: <laughs> so so do I just email seven forty and do it that way? Oh
2: no, what? no, use sales at um, torontogoldsilver dot com.
4: Okay, I don't have a pen on me, so I'm like I just go to the car. So um,
2: um
4: I'm certainly. Sh- if I called the show, that they would yes. be able to yeah. give me your email and I will yeah.
2: call them. That'd be great. No problem. And like okay. I say, I want you in my shop for sure if you can. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: you do.
1: Yes, I do. Thank you very much for the call. Okay,
4: thanks. Thank
1: you very much, darling. Okay. We're, we're the dating network of antiques, apparently. Yes. We, we, we put people together that want to sell them and they want to buy. So okay. That's what, that, that's what we do. Um, but if you do want to call in, uh, we are taking phone calls right now. Our number l- live is. 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. 866 740 4740 And um, we have, I think, Rick on the line. I thought you were going to go to a break first. No, we're we'll going to go to Rick. Make him wait. <laughs> okay, no, we'll take Rick. I don't
5: mind waiting. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. we well, you gotta pay. We gotta pay for our, our time here, Rick. How you doing? How you do a day like this, even you work today, eh?
5: I especially today. Today is one of the best days, and I know a lot of people went off to the to their uh, cottages. But there's a lot of people looking for houses. Yes. Uh, and uh, that's what we're trying to do: trying to get people together with the houses that they want. Uh, and again, I just want to remind everyone: it's a great, great time of the year to sell.
2: Oh wait a minute! Uh, I haven't told people way. who you are. This is Rick. Tobacco from Roll of Page professional, um, real estate professionals. His number right. is, uh, your number is 416-258-3972 for free evaluations. But I just want, I forgot exactly. to introduce you. Normally, we have a little bit of a preamble and we talk about you a bit before we get you on the line here.
5: But no, I'm not a problem. Not a I problem. know you're
2: busy. That's no. the reason we didn't make you hold today. We know you're busy. But this is the time of year that people are buying and selling houses. They have to get them on the market, right?
5: That's right. That's yeah. right. It's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity. It's a window that comes around. It's the best time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the summer things, uh, summer's great too, but this right now, we're in the, uh, probably the, the hottest <laughs> time of the year to list your property and get top dollar for it, and that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Uh, your listeners should take advantage of my free uh, in-home market evaluation as well as ongoing consultation. You know, we don't just stop there. And uh, I just wanted to remind everybody that uh, the best and easiest way to increase the value of their home is just other three rules of real estate. Declutter, declutter, declutter. Yeah. And that's where you guys come in.
2: No, no, we're always trying to help. I know you're, you're a perfect partner for us. We're 100% with what we've given. Every customer we've given you, you've sold. So this is good. Mm-hmm. Now, absolutely, and this is the time of year. So I'm just telling people: if you know if you're going to make that decision, you've decided to downsize. Okay, I know it's a tough decision to do it. You just got to start. And the long what's the longest journey starts with the first one step. You got to take that first step, and that's where me we try yourself, and we and us try and take that pressure and that stress off of you. I wish I could
5: can be quite overwhelming especially if someone hasn't done it for for a long time 20 30 40 50 years
6: mm-hmm. and
5: uh, we're here to help we're here to take the stress out of moving and selling your home um, together we 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 can make people extremely happy and and get things done for them
2: yeah i also want to say that this you don't you're not there's some agents out there who just want to get listings you actually sell Absolutely. the houses you I actually the house. help the people get mortgages you help the yeah. people Get the right house for them within their price range.
5: And Exactly.
2: No, no, but this is a lot of people are, there's two parts of the real estate gain, the listing, which is part, yeah. But you wanna sell the house. Okay. That's right. And that's the unless it gets sold, no one's happy. Mm-hmm.
5: Really? No one's happy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, the last thing we wanna do is keep a house listed. We wanna we wanna list a house and get it sold. And at the same time we if people are looking to buy a house, we wanna help them out. We wanna get them qualified for mortgages. Yeah. uh so you know we, we're working with buyers and sellers to, to try to, to try to help them make their dreams come true and so they can move on to what they want in in their life and this is basically what we're here to do
2: but and you also do you i know that you i've seen you that you take care of the outside of the house do the gardening yeah. you make sure the place looks presentable would not pre- you don't have to pile a ton of money into it, but if you've been living in a house for 40 years, there are a little couple things we can make cosmetically make it look a little bit nicer. The first impressions. Little
1: things.
2: Little things. I you got know, a question. Do you do, driveway, do you do that apple pie thing? Do you do know? that apple pie thing? We have the apple pie smelling up the house. Yeah.
5: You know, sometimes uh, <laughs> we do. Sometimes we do. <laughs> or, or baked cookies. <laughs> baked but, cookies. Uh, generally speaking, uh, it all starts in the first few seconds. Somebody pulls up to the to the property, and that's why it's important that, you know, trim the grass, uh, trim the bushes, uh, straighten up a crooked fence. And, you know, people sometimes forget the garage, tidy yeah. up the garage. And if it's full of stuff, get rid of it. Uh, and, you know, people start walking through the door. Usually people decide if they're going to buy your house or not. In the first few minutes, they walk through the front door.
7: Yeah. So you want to
5: leave as good an impression as possible or make as good of an impression as possible. And the best way to do that is to tidy up, declutter, get rid of stuff that's just in the way. Because people can't, can't envision their stuff in it sometimes. That's where we come in, and we try to make the place as, as sellable as possible and try to get as much money for it as possible as well.
2: And what's your phone number again? Just let's say it slowly, Four, not like Bogart I'll does. i say it
5: slowly. It's 416-258-3972. You can call me anytime.
2: And you're working today, right?
5: Absolutely, always.
2: Thank you, Rick. I'll talk to you later
5: have a great lock.
2: We got guys. Yeah, we're working like you are. Okay.
1: Well, if you want, thanks for the call, Rick. If we, um, if you are trying to sell your house, or if you are trying to downsize, put things in your house, get rid of things, we're we're that we're that gap. We bridge that gap for you. So if you have any of this stuff, like you don't know, have your old lamps, you have your gold and silver, you have your bronze, your cups and saucers, your old comics, your furniture, we can get rid of it. We, we can, or we can get it for you. So we are that, that connection. So if you do want to call, we are here live taking your phone calls on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, our number right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And we'll be right back.
8: For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, We are here taking your phone calls live all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. And this is Consignment. You should tell people who we are. Well, Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Bobert and you're Paul. Yes. And we... From uh,
2: Storage Wars Canada. From Storage
1: Wars Canada. And we, uh, we are doing appraisals about stuff.
2: But we're also doing, and I forgot about telling people at the beginning of the show, we also want people, we're doing another TV show. And uh, we did a thing for uh, for Vision and uh, Zoomer TV, the two one-hour shows. But we still want more things for appraisals and people want a consignment and stuff like that for our shows coming up. So, I want people, if you've got something interesting, you don't want to. Some people are nervous about calling in. We try and make it take that off of people. But if you're nervous, you can still call me at my store, which is 905 737 4653 or send us an email at sales at Toronto Gold Silver, all one word, .com. So, because we want more items. We need some interesting items. The show is going to be a really good show about us appraising stuff and helping people. It's called Consignment Heroes as well, where we actually help people. It's, and we talk about stuff, but we're trying. We are going to try and get you the most money for it. We don't always sell it. Like, if you pick these downsizers... A lot of these people that go to your house, they only have one way of getting rid of it. They come into your house, they price, they put little price tags on it, and hopefully it sells. If it doesn't sell, they sell off the rest to some uh, jobber who comes in at the end. And but the thing is, sometimes they put the wrong price on it because I've been to a lot of these places. I know where I've gone in and bought two thousand dollars worth of cards for twenty dollars, or a sterling, or gold, or statues, where they just don't know the price I bought you know, uh, $6,000 for the comics for just some pittance.
1: Well, I know they have like yard sales too. And I see people go to yard sales all the time, pick something up and be like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. Like why, why would this be so cheap? Like I I know something like this is worth a lot of money. Yeah. If you do need like a verification or if you like, cause we say that you can send a picture off to us, we'll get back to you as soon as we can about as much information about obviously, if you call us and say, I can send you a picture. That that's probably the best way to do it. Um, but if, but if you already have your idea of what it is or you have the item and you want information mm-hmm. on it you can call us right now our number is 416-360-0740 we're taking phone calls live about stuff right now so if you are like on the road and you're going to those uh those uh what they call those lawn sales or those sales on a sunday that everyone usually does before holidays and stuff like that the number is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And I remember when I was younger, they used to take me out on those things. Well, someone had to carry the stuff. It, it, well, I know. Well, I was like two.
2: Well, no, but that's... How, how
1: are you going to just put it on my back? And I was trying to teach you. I learned early,
2: okay? Because I've been doing this for over 40 years. Like I say, just because someone goes out and says, I'm a downsized, and they go into your house and they, you think you're getting the best price for stuff, sometimes they don't know. I've been doing this for forty years, and sometimes having a house sale is not the best value, way to get most money. Sometimes you have to put an auction. Sometimes you have to put it just uh, <clears throat> put it and in, put into a local auction or an online
1: auction. Well, yeah, but how does somebody know what the best venue is? But that's
2: what we do. We are not a one-trick pony. We know that we've been doing it for so long and know all the different areas of where to get the most money for items. Certain things that they put, like I, I, I'm, I sometimes go shocked when I'm on some of these online auctions or in some of these house sales and they put a price of $30. Well, that's about 500 I guess I should grab this, mm-hmm. you know, because they just don't. Their idea is just to sell it right away, and they take half the price. Here's the other thing. I'm going to say this right now, and I don't want not be too cruel about this. When anyone who gives their gold and silver, either jewelry or coins into a consignment shop or into one of these downsizing sales where the person who does the sale takes the first 40 or 50% of it is out of their minds. Okay, they are out of your mind if you're doing this because it is the easiest thing to sell and it actually has a value to it. Okay, you should never be putting a thousand dollar ring, which is where that you can get nine. Say it's a thousand dollars worth of gold. We're going to give you nine hundred for it. Why would you put into a thousand dollar? They'll t- talk talking. You know, oh, we can get you eleven hundred, but they take five fifty of that because it's in a consignment shop. Okay, you have to be. You're not well informed. I'm not going to say anything else, but you're not well informed. We're trying to inform you not to do this, not to do this. If you're going to sell it, you should be selling. More a it better you-
1: route, not 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 to do route. it, but no. there's better advice.
2: But no, it's it's dumb. It's actually. You know a- you know
1: what you know what I think of when when you say that is that <laughs> oh, when someone God. is like at a car dealership, they want to buy a new car, mm-hmm. and what they do is like, okay, I'll give you a new car, but I'm going to give you your old car for basically one tenth of its value when you trade it in. Yeah. So that people are like, you know what, it's convenient. Like it's like, yeah, sure, you know what? I'll do that just because it's convenient. But if you did a little bit of research or if you like kind of try to sell it yourself, you could get the actual value a lot more, more money. It. Or you can get you can be more informed. Like someone be like the car dealership be like, yeah, you know what, I'll I'll, I'll give you thousand dollars for it. When your car can be worth five, ten thousand dollars, you're you're losing a lot. Yeah. You're losing a lot. Like it's not even not even close. Not even like, you know what? Okay, fine for two hundred bucks I'll I'll take a loss. Like, no, you're talking like five thousand dollars. Well, you're not I also tell this when I go to the clients, you're not expected to know all the up
2: the new prices on stuff. What is in vogue, what is selling right now, what used to sell high is even selling higher now. Or what used to sell one price is not selling for that. Okay, that's what we're trying to do. We try and tell people that. Like and like I say, if they have a painting, they know they paid twenty thousand dollars for it, or five thousand, whatever the number is. They have an idea what the value it is. But some of the collectibles, some of the other stuff, there still has value to it. And that's where we come in, and we try and help people. We do the whole package. We're we're what in the industry we call a generalist. We don't have just one area of specific knowledge. Yeah, we do stuff. Stuff. That that's that's the one area. I'm. Sh- you know, you shouldn't think too much. You're not good at it. Well, that stuff is stuff. It's you know, okay. On this here now, talking about that, I also want to say these guys, and you've seen these flashy flyers. This is a flyer that's about uh, 18 inches by nine inches. Comes in. They're buying. They come. They're coming to your town today, and they have pictures of gold and watches and toys and cards and stuff on, and, and all sorts of items that people have in their house. And they're giving. They're just saying, we're buying it all. Now, we have a situation where this just happened this week. One of these one of these flyer people uh-huh. came and offered this guy $1,000 for his watch. Uh-huh. Okay? And they said, oh, that's a lot of money. Now, this guy knew better because he took a second opinion. We, this week, got him $8,000. Now, it took a little longer because he was in this place about six weeks ago. We got him $8,000 for the exact same watch. Exactly. U.S. So,
1: it's even more than that.
2: Yes. Okay, now, they offered $1,000, which if you're going you say, okay, I bought that watch 40 years ago for $340, and it was a array or a Rolex or something like that, okay? What they offer, like this week, we're going to later on the show, you know that we give the gold and silver prices, where I'm just going to give away one of the prices in advance. They were paying $6 per dollar of silver coins per silver dollar, and we're paying nine seventy five because silver's down a bit this mm-hmm. week.
1: Okay. They say well, silver's down. I will I just want to get to <laughs> one of one, one of these issues before we take some phone calls. Okay. I um whenever someone like you just said, whenever someone says, We'll buy anything, right? hmm Okay fine you'll buy everything but at its value or even close to its value like you like you're just saying like yeah you know it's a, it's worth eight ten thousand dollars yeah i'll buy it for 2 dollars like yeah, yeah okay sure you can say you'll buy anything at a, such a reduced cost that anybody can say that you're not doing yeah. anything special you're putting a, that's why they don't put any numbers or percentages oh they know they
2: do they do on the stuff that people i oh they do in 50 years Forty years of collecting cards. I've never seen a Bert Corbeau. They're offering hundred thousand. That I means most people don't have it. So I think foreign owned copies of it anywhere. So, but everything else you bring in, they just offer less for. Yeah. These these okay. What they do with this stuff is they buy it here and they sell it on eBay. Uh-huh. Okay, and but they're paying prices that are so low. I mean, they're guaranteed of getting the prices. Now we do the same thing, I guess. But they're offering just they pay for this flyer. They pay for the hotel room they're in there. They're paying for a staff of fifteen people to do this. Okay, someone's got to pay for that. It's like our neighbor. Uh, this week we had um, he we bought some stuff for eighty six hundred dollars, and they paid. So they were going to pay seventy two hundred. He's got a great big store, fancy doors, big parking lot, staff of thirty two. Someone's got to pay for that. Okay. We're just a little family organization. We're small, we're efficient, and we, we can offer more. We don't have to make as much money as he
1: does. You can't say family and organization in the same sentence. Why? We're not organized. No. I, well, <laughs> it's a family, not an organization. Like, Oh, we're going to call it, uh, Kenny's incorporated. No, Toronto gold, silver, go to the phones. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. Uh, we're going to go to Joan and Hamilton. Hey, Hello. Joan? Hi. Welcome to the show.
9: Hi. Thank you. Um, Question for you. We've got some original Tim Horton mugs from 1973. Okay. My husband's parents owned a franchise in London, Ontario at the time.
2: So Ooh. we've got
9: six small mugs and two, I guess they'd call large. They're not as big as they are nowadays. Yeah. Um, they say on the bottom, Rocklight oh. DB Dunn-Bennett Company Limited, made in England. Yeah. The Royal Dalton Group, 373. I think
2: that's the year. Yeah, the Royal Dalton made uh, uh, restaurant ware. It's a very stone. It's a very hard. It can go through dishwashers many, many times.
9: Okay. Yeah, it's says vitrified hotel ware.
2: Yeah, and they made for a lot of the hotels. And t- it's natural that Tim Hortons would go there for that kind of stuff.
9: Yeah. Are they
2: worth anything? Or- <coughs> Tim Hortons is iconic, okay? When we, when we were on um, Storage Wars Canada, um, they brought in um, Starbucks. Now, we were the stars of the show. So I said, get that garbage out of here. I want Canadian coffee. <laughs> I did. And from there on in, we had Canadian coffee. Yeah, stay humble. Stay humble. No, stay. I, no, I did, not that that, but I just said, I'm, I didn't know we could do that at the time, but it was very important to me to buy Canadian. Okay, now, can, Tim Hortons is as Canadian as it gets. And a lot of us connect, collect this stuff, and a lot of us start our days with that coffee. And those mugs are probably between fifteen and twenty dollars. Even being vintage ones, there's got to be some people collecting the older mugs out there. Yeah. Okay, and because anything due to here's one. Yeah, I would think that because they're even making now, they're making copies of the older mugs. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking probably twenty five, thirty five dollars. You know something? Do you have any? Um, you said they had a, a franchise. Any of the agreements or anything signed like that or any of the signage besides the mugs from back then? I don't think. Or the pie plates? Remember they used to have the pie plates with the Tim Hortons? Printed no, imp- no. Ah, see. They
9: both passed away now, so yeah. my husband just happened to have these stored away.
2: You know, I wouldn't give them up. I wouldn't be putting them on a garage sale for a dollar a piece. If you do, tell me where it is, and I'll come grab them. How's that? But no, I'd be $15, 25 And you know something, or hang on to them and write the story for your grandkids. No, this is, I I, I believe in that. I spent the day yesterday with the grandkids, and it's just, uh, I, want, I know when they're older, I want to be able to tell them stories. Yeah. And something like that. If you didn't get your money, that would change your mind, you know change your life a tiny bit, yeah. keep it for them, but tell them the story. This was your grand and started in nineteen seventy three we had a franchise what Tim hortons has is today, and I'm sure that twenty years from now there'll be still Tim Hortons out there yeah, okay
9: yeah they're, well they look like the original designs and everything, you know, but they' they're so little, I can't believe that they were that small there years ago.
2: Yeah, like like a program from his last game, I think it was in Toronto or Buffalo. I think it was in Toronto. And uh goes for about $1,000, something like wow. that. That's where people collect some of the old uh, programs and ticket stubs and stuff like that. Yeah. people. Tim Hortons is as iconic as they come, you know. He wasn't <laughs> that big. He was only 5'7", but strong as a moose. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, Excuse we, me.
9: We should just hang. Like, if we do sell them, where would we take them?
2: I'd put them on... If eBay. I was going to do my poem on eBay and I put a nice high price on them, yeah. I wouldn't be selling them cheap. Yeah. You know, and I like this, but you might have some other items. Okay?
9: Yeah.
2: Take a look in those drawers. Look in the basement. Look in that attic. <laughs> There's lottery tickets up
1: there. Okay? Thanks.
2: <laughs>
9: you never know.
1: <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. Uh, thanks for the call. Um, if you do want to call in now. Oh, yeah. Can, call in now. You know, we got we, full board. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we'll get, we'll get through them. So, if you want to call in now, uh, the number, if you want to reach us, is 416- You know, they can write it down and call in next week. Whatever, as long as it's there. Uh, Again, the number is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And we'll be right back.
8: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
10: Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal.
1: Oh, welcome back. to Heroes. We're here taking your phone calls live all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. Let's go to the phone lines because they are packed. Wait a minute. What How are the gold and silver prices? Yeah, those can wait. Uh, we're going to go Tom in Oshawa. Hey, Tom. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, I was wondering if
10: you knew anything about a lithograph. It was called. It's called "Found" by Eggleston, I think. Found lithograph. Yeah. Well, how old is it? I th- on the uh, it says copyright nineteen thirty three. I think. What's the subject matter? A boy and a dog on a raft with a fishing rod, and a uh, mother by the shore. Uh, or like trying to call them in, like they're lost, you know, or something.
2: And it depends on who's by, but something like that framed up, like don't put a frame on. Let me tell people if you're going to sell it, just leave it like it is. Don't put the frame on. I think probably fifty say to seventy-five dollars. Most of that kind of stuff. If it's a nice subject matter that people can, if you got, if it's a lithograph that someone can look at and smile or bring back a memory, it always goes for a bit more. Okay if it's if it's just a no name thing, if it's um, uh, it just if it brings a smile to your face, there's always a market for that. People like to buy happiness.
10: Okay, can I ask one more thing? Are sure. hardly uh, Davidson? Uh Cards worth anything? Which one? Now, you're talking about the ones from about
2: 1990? 92. Yeah, nine, okay. Call me a liar for two years. Okay. Uh, they come out for... They sell for about $10, 15 Most Harley-Davidson stuff's good, but that came out during the heyday of everyone producing card sets. Uh-huh. I mean, they stopped making card these card sets when I mean, we ran out of ink and paper. They made a lot of them because everyone was... Anything they could license and sell, this is when that... Uh, <coughs> we were in business... <coughs> And they were coming out with the hockey cards, all the different upper deck and FLIR and all these different card cassettes were coming out. And because of the, the someone bought a Onus Wagner for $500,000, they thought the cards made in uh, 1990 were going to go up in value. Not true. Okay. If they'd made less of them, possibly, but they made a lot. Okay. But Harley Davidson still collected everywhere around the world. And, but they did make a lot, but, like, we have a lot of, we just did a house, we have a ton of Harley-Davidson stuff. I've got mats, I've got mugs, I've got die-casts. If someone, I'd love to, if someone wants to buy a lot of Harley-Davidson die motorcycles, everything from 164s to 16, I have at least 250 of them, okay? Harley-Davidson still sells, but these cards is not one of your big winners,
10: did you say ten bucks for
2: the whole set? Ah, uh, you know something. I don't often do this, but I'm going to go to the computer right now, because I haven't sold them in a long time. But back then we had a lot of them. Uh, Harley Davidson cards. I'll go to this, and I'm going to say I might even be that might even be high. Mm-hmm. So they're not worth that much. No, no, no. But you know something. But if you have like I say the older stuff, here's a whole a set, series two to eleven, sealed packs. Um, the preview set, no, an uncut sheet. The whole set's twelve bucks. Uh, okay. See. Okay. And it must be that great a deal because it's still for sale at that price. How? Huh? Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Thanks. thanks. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're gonna go to Ron in Guelph. Hey, Ron. Hello there. Hi, hey, welcome uh, to the show. Thanks for
11: taking my call. Okay, I'm not gonna take up a lot of time. I, you a lot of guys love a great backstory. Well, this one is yep. terrific. In 1981 and 82. Uh, I think uh, uh, you guys, uh, there might be a little bit of embarrassment. Uh, Penthouse Men's Magazine sponsored a Formula One race team. Okay. And I have the pit banner, it's huge, from the front of their stall. Now, how I got that was I was there, uh, Gilles Villeneuve himself signed a picture of me taking the checkered flag at the the Cup Snowmobile race.
8: wow. Okay.
11: So he actually took time to talk to me. But I was there because I was selling race fuel. The one year they ran motorcycles, so I had pit access.
1: Okay. So,
11: so I was actually shooting pictures. I was behind the pit wall. Well, at the end of the race, they had these banner flags and this huge banner. And I said, what are you guys going to do with this? Oh, we just leave it here. So <laughs> I scooped it. Smart. So I've had it this long, and I always intended it to hang it in my garage and annoy my, uh, my ex, but uh, – okay. <laughs> So, but
2: you not a what? good plan. Not a good. plan Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
11: anyway, so my son's going to university, so I need some money, and I want to restore my car. So I got to get some idea of what this banner is actually. How big worth. is it? I <sighs>
2: well, I don't. I, don't, I wasn't. Be, there, I wasn't at the race, so I don't know.
11: It's going to be four feet wide. It, it's going to be probably twelve feet long.
2: Wow, that's going to go against it. And a cloth or uh, uh, no, film this or
11: is a. It's kind of a um, a canvas type of material. Okay, I know, sorry. It's, I think it's it's a thick plastic of some kind. I think.
2: What's it say on it exactly? You penthouse. Send me, it says just penthouse.
11: Little, yeah, penthouse. I don't not, I don't think it says magazine, but it's got the three um, magazine emblems on it. The, that they ran the three keys that they had. So anybody that sees it will know exactly what it is.
2: Okay, the story on this,
11: but Bogart uh, might not recognize. Don't he? He doesn't want to tell you. He, he even knows what Penthouse magazine is.
2: No, nope. no, but the, you know the problem with that is it's also the the internet's kind has hurt these Playboy Penthouse and stuff. But Penthouse, that was, someone's going to like this. I'll bet you get three, four hundred dollars on it. But don't know maybe more because you know the thing is unless you put it in your garage or you've got a very big mans man cave downstairs, this ain't fitting no. in a lot of places.
11: Well, so, that's just it. Some guy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm. I'm trying to think. Um, like, I. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't even mind driving up to your shop up there and let you guys look at it. And um, there is the decide. other thing.
2: You know, you could send me a picture. But I,
11: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> why would I want to drive up there when I can send you a picture? So, but uh, yeah, I'm somebody in Europe. Somebody in the U.S. Yeah, has got to want. Does it say
2: Formula One on it? No, does it say anything on it? The kind of racer was. <sighs> You yeah. know how I talk about cross collectors. The person that yeah. collects is one, and he someone who collects Formula One or uh, whatever. wasn't he He was Formula One, right?
11: Yeah, he yeah. was Formula One. That was, that's the race in June of eighty one, and he died in, in May of eighty two in uh, Belgium. Yeah, that was uh, the last time he raced in Canada. Was at that Formula One Grand Prix, in,
2: and you got a signed there. picture of him from there. The signed uh, picture I might got go a for signed
11: more. Picture from him, yeah.
2: The signed picture might go for more. I'm not trying to be here, ghoulish here, yeah. but
11: but uh, um, you know what? I'm sorry, but the the picture is worth more than I know. I know uh, it's got Richard Petty's autograph on it because Richard Petty loved it as well, and uh, you didn't so
2: get him to sign. It, you know what should have done? I'm going to say, "Here, you're, you're dumb. You should have got him to sign the the the, the banner. <laughs> then we could yeah, have sold well, them."
11: <laughs> well, the problem was that jill uh, was this was Saturday in his motorhome, and I was just wanting to get the picture signed and. Yeah. Uh, so he had all these security around him. So I, t- the guy took the picture in, and the security guy comes back out and he motions with his finger and he says, uh, "Monsieur Villeneuve would like to see you." So wow, wow. So I went in and he, because uh, he won the the Cup uh, one year, so he wanted to talk to me about snowmobiles for uh, in the heat of the June. Yeah. So Fifteen twenty minutes. So I was. no, I got the autograph. It's the picture.
2: Hey, once you're Canadian, away. you're always a Canadian. You know.
11: Well, I mean that's but. Uh, The penthouse banner, you know, it's... um, I'll bet you I
2: could sell that for you. You know, send me a picture. I can either sell it or find someone who could buy it off you or someone else. Because we also do props for movies and stuff. We're probably looking for a bigger spot right now, somewhere in Toronto. And something like that we do. We have banners also from uh, the FIFA tournament in the basketball. And the problem is that they're 15 feet long. And the problem is there's not many places they can fit. So this is where your size. Thanks for the call, and I'm looking forward to you send me a picture of this up because we have to get the gold prices out, and we have calls to go. I'm gonna do the gold prices really quickly here. <laughs> um, silver right now, the gold, 10 karat gold is now at um, uh, 19 is $19.33 per gram. Copy this down. Uh, 18 karat, uh 14 karat gold is 27.06, and Uh, eighteen carat is thirty four seventy nine, and silver dollars are nine seventy five. Now you can take another call, but I want to make sure people: if you're out selling your gold this week, it's down. I just want you to know these prices. If you're not getting this kind of money, don't sell it.
1: Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Jan and Virgil.
2: (laughs) Virgil, just out by Niagara on the Lake, right? Yes, it is. Is the little? Okay, we used to have a store down there, uh, the Red Barn Antique Mall.
7: I didn't know that was yours. Isn't that interesting?
2: With my sister, uh, Fiona. And, uh, yeah, we were down there, uh, and then 9-11 happened, and then, you know. Yeah. Go ahead.
7: Oh, what's that? Um, I, I have a little Ladro piece, and okay. it's, uh, it's unusual to me because it's not glazed. And I'm going oh. back to the 60s, maybe early 70s, and what? it's a little tiny cherub lying on what's supposed to be, I suppose, a cloud, in a little plastic box, and it was bought at Burke's for me. I was born on Valentine's Day, and okay. so it was a gift for me. It's yep. got a number on it, but I've never seen an unglazed Ladro.
2: <laughs> no, they might have made them. What you've got to do there is um, uh, the Ladro book is about two inches thick, and okay. you have to ID it, and the only way to look this stuff up is to is to get it ID'd. Okay. Okay, um, It's
7: got a number,
2: though, on it. it yeah, no, the number will help. Okay. But it's also the book because they sometimes use the same numbers, it seemed. Um, oh, and know. unglazed and find out if originally if it was originally sold glazed, then you might have something good because people who collect Ladro will like that. But if it's not, if all of them are unglazed, then all you've got is an ordinary piece and it's probably worth whatever listing price is. Ladro uh, has gone the same way as a lot of Royal Dalton has. Yes. Okay. Send me a picture, sales okay. at com, and we'll go from there. Thank you for the call.
7: Okay. I was going to ask you about my Caron piece.
2: Pardon? The, small one. the what?
7: I have a Caron carving, C A R O. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: The wood carvings look at yeah, a Quebec, Quebec car- artist. Uh, they usually go, if the full lamps go for about $95 to $100, $125. The smaller characters go for between 15 and 35 Okay. Okay. That's thank great. you.
7: And the the larger piece, you want a picture of
1: it. <laughs> Yes, I do. Thank you very much.
7: Thanks very much for your help.
1: No yeah. problem. See, phone we're, we're not going to get everybody today. Unfortunately. No, but go fast. Yeah, uh, we're going to go to uh, Greg and uh, King. Hello, can you hear me? Hey. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, to
6: good. How are you?
2: Good. Oh, Greg. Before you go on. The reason yeah. I said nine eleven is because the Americans stopped coming to Niagara on the Lake, and the business went right down. It was nothing about nine eleven. Oh, you really like what? No, Why no, because you- the Americans didn't couldn't cross the border. We had border issues back then. Niagara on the Lake is like Martha's Vineyard outside of Boston, outside of Massachusetts. But a lot of Americans make their um, summer homes there, and there was a lot of money in the area. Niagara Lake is very expensive to stay in. Go to the next call. Sorry, no,
1: no, he, Craig's still on the line. Okay, Craig, I'm sorry, go ahead.
6: Here, sorry, <laughs> I did, I couldn't hear what you said, so I just uh, I just waited. Oh, okay, okay. A couple pieces of art stuff. Yeah, I have a sixth portfolio of bird paintings from 1961. J. Fenwick Lansdowne,
2: put out by Toronto. St- I think these are the Toronto Star given away in the Star. Who is there? Another name on? Who? Pardon? Is there a premium? A During 30? the 6th, pardon. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. During the sixties, a lot of premiums, like they had, uh, Beam Barlets. A lot of the places would, you, if you bought forty-five uh, does soap, you send in the box tops. They would send you lithographs and stuff. Well,
6: because that's not of, my mom. These things are about two feet by a foot and a half, and they're all in a in a folder, and yeah. they're all labeled from fifty-seven to fifty-nine. Like I say, the actual portfolio was printed in sixty-one.
2: That would make sense, okay. Uh, but you're not going to get a lot of money because they're were, they were made on a, a nice stock. They are. But they cost you more to frame, and they scream 1960. And not in a good way in that the design of 1960. <laughs> but I'm not trying. How do I put it? There's not as many people wanting to put them out in their houses
6: now. All right. Okay. So,
2: but back thing, then, quickly, that was quickly, the quickly. thing. Go ahead.
6: Um, second thing, my one of my grandfathers was a Finnish— Iron worker, okay. And all of his, if you understand, you know, that background, you, you understand that most of the iron workers were native. Yep. So I have uh, a carving that was done by a man named Ray. That's all he labels it at. Okay. It says white fronted goose on pine on cedar driftwood. That's the front side of the, of the label. It's still on the, on the uh, goose. And so this is a Ray wood carving, original hand-carved in Calgary, Canada. So I would have been. That would have been again about nineteen sixty. Oh, now
2: there's a resurgence in like in things like Morriso and a lot of the native artists right now that people are starting to collect and they love the, the you know the stonework. I don't know this piece, but I know there. I would do. I would definitely do more work before I sold this thing, or I'd try and find a price on it because if he went on to do other work, and he's collectible. Uh. Uh, some of that stuff is going up for several thousands of dollars. Okay, the native art. Uh, people are trying to recapture um, our heritage that way, and you can't sell it out of the country. Um, right. I'd like to see it. How big is it? Size matters
6: here. Uh, well, it's like I say, it's a full carved, colored goose on driftwood. I would describe it as about ten feet, ten inches across, and about. Eight inches from... You're going to have
2: to send me a picture. I'd uh, love you know to what? see
6: There's, this. You're S- talking to the only guy on the planet. I've never owned a cell phone. I've never owned a computer. I have... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're going to have to call in next
2: week because we're running out of show, uh, Show. I and I'm, I've am still got a couple things to do. Call me next week. I'm writing it down, Ray, right now. I'll try and get you the answer. Okay. Oh, well, that's right. I will talk to you next yeah, week.
1: That, that, yeah, that took on well. <laughs>
2: no, no, I know, but that's a nice item. But I want people to make sure that Christy is next week at on Saturday. Uh, we might or might not be there. Uh, Saturday at, on June 15th is the Aberfoyle Antique Market on Saturday. Aberfoyle is open every Sunday, but this Saturday on June 15th, they have a lot more dealers in there. And you know something? I got all this stuff I wanted to talk about today, and I didn't get to talk about but it.
1: But also, if you do want to come to our store, we're at 10,341 Young Street, Run Young uh, and Major Mac, unit number 2, and call us at 905-737-4653. Thank you, Sebastian.